Voluntary Input is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it. Go to anchor.fm slash start to join a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. Well, 2020 is finally over. It was definitely one of the most challenging years, I believe, pretty much all of us have ever faced. Uh, but thankfully, we've made it out. My guest tonight is Mr. Angel Jimenez. He's going to share with us um, what I believe could uh, serve as inspiration to to all of us, pretty much. Good evening, sir. How are you? Good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Doing great. Doing great. So, yeah, as I mentioned and you know it goes without saying everyone knows 2020 was pretty challenging how was it for you uh i had a couple of difficulties um i mean covid restricted a lot of things for me my book came out in march so i was expecting to do book signings and maybe a launch party um, i only got one book signing in but everything else was kind of uh, uh not possible because of covid yeah, messed it up for a lot of folks. So it we, did. Yeah. Before we jump into all that, would you care to share a little bit about yourself with everybody? Yeah, of course. Uh, my name is Angel Jimenez, and I'm a teen author, born and raised in California. Um, I'm now located in Colorado, and my book is called Age of the King. It's a fantasy novel, hopefully a book series soon. Um, and I also have my own podcast, The Athenium. And for those who don't know, the Athenium is an old name or term for an observatory uh, where literary experts will study literary works and interpret them in different ways. And that's what I wanted to do with people's lives. I wanted to interview people and find out what makes them tick, uh, what their life stories are, and how they pursue their ambitions. I have to admit, I had to look that up when I saw you. So I'm like, what is that? I've never heard that word before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's not a, it's not a common word anymore for sure. Right, right. So yeah, and oh, go, ahead. oh, go, go for it. Go ahead. Oh, you go. Okay. Um. So yeah, my book, Age of the Kings. It's a fantasy novel, post-apocalyptic, and um, it's relatively based on my life. I like to put in some symbolism into it, um, because writing to me is my way of venting because I don't like to talk to other people about my issues or anything. So I'll use writing as my way of venting and at the same time, create some fictional fantasy story. And that's what age of the Kings pretty much is. Awesome. Is that pretty much the kind of thing you like to write or are there other, um, um, story interests you have? I used to want to, uh, kind of dive into scary stuff. Uh, horror novels and all that. I love to read it, but I don't have a knack for writing it. 
uh, I'm not that good at writing it. Um, so I stick to fantasy, post-apocalyptic adventure, and add Tad's bit of uh, drama, romance, and, you know, the typical things that you would see in a TV show or a novel. Right, right. So um, when, can you remember when you decided you wanted to be a writer? I do. Um, Age of the Kings, I actually began writing at the age of uh, nine, about, um, yeah, a long time ago. And I remember I hated writing. At that yeah. time, I hated writing. I wasn't, I didn't just hate it. I was bad at it. I remember my early years, we had this thing called Tuesday Night Writing. And you had to write one paragraph every Tuesday for homework. And I couldn't do it. I was bad at writing one paragraph. I sucked at it, like, miserably. Right. I would go to sleep crying because I couldn't get it done. And then one, at one point in my fourth grade, I was sitting home alone in front of the computer thinking of what to do. And I remember going onto a Word document and thinking that I wanted to write a story just out of the blue. Right. And as soon as I started writing... About five pages in, I realized this cannot be a short story. It had to be longer. I had so much more to tell. And it just turned into a book from there on. Wow. Yeah. And around my fifth grade, I stopped writing the book because I got discouraged and everything. And I didn't pick it up until I moved to Colorado the beginning of my high school years, a couple years later. And right then and there, I finished the book, uh, the second half of the book, and published it right away. Wow. Yeah, in, in your bio, you mentioned uh, something about that, where you had to move from California to Colorado. And you say that um, you knew it was going to be challenging and hard. You're going to have to work harder. What was it that, that made you think that? Or was there something well, going Well, yeah, yeah. Um, in California... I was very used to being around friends and uh, having supporters. And the thought of moving to a foreign land, and think about this too, California, it's full of tourists. It's a city state. And you're moving to Colorado. There's like nothing in Colorado <laughs> if, you're from, if you're from the city. Uh, so the thought of that alone was a bit challenging and scary. Like, okay. How am I going to make friends in a place where there's nothing? Right? <laughs> so this frightened me a lot. Yeah. And there was the aspect of I was not going to have friends. I was going to be away from most of my family. Mm -hmm. And it was just a new place. Right. How I, I always thought I was never going to be the kid that moved away. Right. Like I knew that I did not want to be that kid ever. And then wham, <laughs> 2018 comes. And I have to move away. So that shocked me. It was a bit shock. And uh, so I knew without friends, without family, I had to find a different purpose. And that's when my book came in. That's why I said, okay, I got to pick up Age of the Kings back up and do something with it. Whether it works or not, I have to find a way to fill my time and fill a purpose, fill a need in the world, perhaps. Um, so I kind of had that subconsciously when I was moving and um, I'm someone who likes to plan ahead. Right. Um, I like to feel prepared. 
So I do that all the time, thinking of what if, what am I going to do when this happens? And that's what was going through my head at that time. Right. I mean, that's awesome. If you think about it, you took something that was going to be an adverse situation and you turned it around into something really extraordinarily positive because your book was nominated for the Reader's Choice Award. It was, yeah, just this last year, 2020. Um, TCK Publishing hosted the 2020 Reader's Choice Awards. And I had never really been nominated for a contest award of any kind before. That's awesome. And we're talking about Reader's Choice Awards, right? Right. Everybody is voting for these books, and whichever one comes on top, that's going to be the winner. I wasn't even thinking about the prize. I was just thinking, wow, my book was just nominated, right? People are paying attention, right? Even one person's paying attention. Um, so it was a big milestone, I think, for me. Did you almost faint? I would have. I would have. <laughs> I was I was at work sweeping the restrooms because I work at a restaurant. Uh -huh. So I was sweeping the restroom, and I feel a notification on my phone. I pick it up and I look at it and I say, your book, Age of the Kings, has been nominated for the 2020 Awards. Wow. And I'm just like standing there like, <laughs> I got to go tell everybody. <laughs> That's too awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, aside from your podcast, what other, um, you have any other projects or interests that you are, that you're working on right now? So I'm hoping if COVID lifts to bring out the sequel to Age of the Kings this coming year. I'm also hoping to republish the first book. Uh, my deal with the publisher this last time wasn't as great as it, as it could have been. Right. So I'm hoping to republish it, edit a couple of things that we missed, and redesign the cover as well. And at the same time, bring out the sequel along with it. That's awesome. How cool would it be if it got picked up for like a movie? How would you feel yeah, about that? That would be awesome. Um, the trick with that, though, is because I've researched that before. Not that I had a chance, right. but hey, you never know. You never know. That is true. Yes. But people like Netflix or Hollywood that pick up these kinds of movies, it's hard to submit your book to them mm. because they don't have the time to read your book. Right. And I bet they, they get tons you. of them. Yeah. Oh, yes. A ton. So they recommend you turn your book into a screenplay. I don't know anything about screenplays. You got, there's a certain procedure right. to create a screenplay. Right? So that's some, it's a different project completely. Just the thought alone is still awesome though. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Well, as a, you know, as a younger person, I'm, I'm quite sure I'm much older than you. <laughs> you seem pretty focused. Uh, you've embraced your opportunities. What would you say to somebody who's kind of struggling you know, they're, they're, you know, we, we can all often fall into that where we're in a dark place and it just feels like we can't get out of it. What would, what kind of words of advice would you offer? Right. I think problems and difficulties, nobody's safe from them. Right. Nobody's immune. We're all going to go through it. Um, I think humans are a lot like seeds. Logically to us, this won't make sense, but scientifically the way it has to happen in order for a seed to grow you need to dig it into a hole and cover it up with dirt 
yeah. right? It doesn't make sense to us that for it to grow, you have to dig it up and cover it up with dirt. But that's the way it works. Right. It creates a push-through factor. And once that seed pushes through that dirt, it's able to sprout into a sapling. And it's the same thing with us. It doesn't make sense why we have to have dirt thrown on our face for us to grow and to become sugar. Right. But that's the way it is. That's the way it works. Dirt on our face creates character. It makes us stronger for the better. And it creates that push through factor. So in order for us to grow, we have to learn to push through that dirt. That is an awesome analogy. Never Thank heard you. that one before. I've heard plenty of others. Never heard yeah. anything like that. And you've had some pretty great guests on your podcast. I was listening to the one you had a professor um, who studies sharks. Yeah, that was on, my latest episode. Yeah, down in Florida. He said something that I thought was really, really poignant. Um, you had asked him, what would somebody want? What would someone do if they were interested in getting into this field? And he said, get on the Internet, but don't search about sharks search about people who are uh, experts on sharks. And I think that's a lesson we could all, you know, learn something from with anything. Don't just go searching for information, search for experts. Exactly. Yeah. And I think people are our strongest uh, strength, you could say. Yeah. It's all about networking. If you search something on the internet, it's going to give you a whole bunch of stuff, but you really want to look for those experts those experts that can give you advice, pointers, guidance on whatever you need. So yeah, I mean, that's an awesome tip that he gave me. Yeah, I had to, had to rewind that one a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> so what other kind of episodes you got lined up? Anything? Uh... You know, for the podcast, I'm actually done with the podcast for right now. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was hoping to have a second season this coming year, but... I really do want to focus more on the book right. and the sequel and maybe trying out other ways to get my name out there, such as talking with you right here. Right. Um, and the podcast is fun. I yes, love the podcast. Is. Me too. I fell in love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know how it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome talking with people right. and picking their brain and seeing what they have to say. It's awesome. But I also want to focus on my ambition and getting my name out there so much so that these interviews that I'm recording will actually have some value to many people, right? right? Because my podcast is not like a huge podcast, like the armchair expert or whatever. So if I could get my name out there a bit more, then maybe I can create a bigger audience Right. And therefore, my episodes will be reaching out to more people. Well, you're more than welcome. So that's what I want to focus on. You're more than welcome to come back here anytime, especially when you finish the new book. You can come back and plug it all you want. Awesome. I'm excited for that. <laughs> so if people wanted to find out more about you, do you have a website they can go to? Mm -hmm. Yeah, my website is www.ageofthekings.net. And you can find out about the book. You can find out about the podcast on there and any updates. Um, my social media, I really only use Instagram. I tried Twitter, but I'm not a fan of Twitter. <laughs> it's a uh, learning curve. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My Instagram's um, official underscore Angel Pete Jimenez. 
And that's about it. That's where you can find me. That's awesome. Well, you know, I want to thank you for joining us tonight. Like I said, I just wanted to talk to someone like yourself uh, who could, um, you know, hopefully your story and overcoming adversity could inspire someone else who's possibly struggling right now, especially this day and age coming off of 2020 and then 2021 then didn't start really the way we all wanted to, but, and you know, I think we'll get through it. We'll get through it. So yeah. I want to thank you for joining us tonight and just offering a little bit of yourself. Thank you. No, I, I'm glad that you invited me on here. And um, for those people that are struggling right now, uh, let me just remind you that you never know how far along in your journey you are. There's a medical metaphor where there's a climber climbing a mountain and he can't see the top of the mountain, but he's tiring out. And at one point he decides to give up. But what he doesn't realize is that he gave up one reach away from the tip of the mountain. Mm. So keep pushing, keep grinding, develop that grit because you never know how far away you are from your ambitions. Awesome. Awesome. So now we got the seed analogy and the mountain climber. Those yes. are two gold nuggets. Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I think we're just going to wrap this one up. Um, thanks again for joining us. Join us again next Tuesday, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. We'll have another special guest who will share yet another inspiring story to hopefully help anyone, as we said, who's struggling through this rough time that we're going through, just to help encourage you along because we will reach the end of all of this someday. And we just got to be strong and push through. Keep reaching for the top of the mountain, right, Angel? Yes, sir. <laughs> all right. Thanks a lot for joining us and we'll see you Thank next you. time. Bye.